$100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. And today's show is going to be special because our guest is actually in the studio and you're sitting in the wrong chair, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We're switching around. Nobody knows the difference. But my good friend, Rich Walkoff, who was the uh, sports director and has worked at uh, KGO Radio for, gosh, what has it been, Rich, 35 years? 32 years. 32. But no more, my but, friends. But no more. Yeah, it was time to... Uh, well, we don't need to tell what happened, but it happens in radio. You were there 32 years, and that's a nice run. But we're going to talk about Rich's um, involvement with the San Francisco 49ers because he was on the sidelines. He did post-game and pre-game shows throughout the Joe Montana years, the Steve Young years, yes. and even the Jeff Garcia years. Yes. Excellent. So, and, so, beyond. And, and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. So we have got some great stories to tell. All right. And at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And uh, this uh, theme, again, is going to be random trivia. Okay. So we'll move all around. Let's see if we get Okay. One of them's going to be baseball baseball the other one's going to be football and the other one's going to be football sounds good we knew rich was going to be coming on and we know he likes football i love football love football (laughs) all right uh also one one thing i've had on the list for a couple of weeks but we never got around to it is uh, this little article i had about fans calling the plays Hmm. Which mostly would be, I guess, for football. You wouldn't really call too many plays in baseball. You could. I mean, you could, but you could hit and run, run bunts, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, be, I think it's just kind of, it's kind of interesting because I think it's kind of moving along the, the lines of like fantasy football. Okay, right. I mean, you know, who ever thought about fantasy football? We won't need athletes anymore. It'll be video games that you could, you know. <laughs> <laughs> animated athletes, there you go. which essentially yeah. are on a screen, but maybe we'll have it at the ballpark. You'll be a robot. Yeah, something like that. Sounds, sure. sounds like a possibility. Anything maybe, else maybe, will have their computers at their seats. And, <laughs> and maybe it'll be like the Coliseum where the people chop their heads off and stuff. Make it really exciting. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Transformers. All right. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments that are still currently yielding around 7.5%. Used to be 8%, but you know rates came down a little bit. No, let's not quibble. No, we won't. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Yosemite Gold Country Lodge has been called by guests a hidden gem, a beautiful place, and a great place with down-home country charm. A stay at Yosemite Gold Country Lodge means that you'll be in the historical gold district close to Yosemite. In addition to complimentary Wi-Fi, each room is equipped with a fireplace, and you could take advantage of the spa tub and a complimentary continental breakfast. Call 209-878-3400. YGCLodge.com. What do you do if your child can't hear or speak? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective therapy and education services to children with hearing and communication challenges to show that these children can have a voice. Support our programs by attending Tee Off for Our Kids, our benefit golf tournament on Monday, April 17th, hosted at the exclusive Peninsula Golf and Country Club in San Mateo, with lunch, golf, and dinner included. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org. Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. With the weather changing and plenty of sunshine heading our way, water sports seem to be on everyone's mind. For fun in the sun and water, 101 Surf Sports, located in San Rafael, is your destination. Honored as being the nation's number one stand-up paddleboard shop by the action water sports industry, 101 teaches stand-up paddle paddling, kayaking, windsurfing, kiteboarding, and surfing. Plus, you can rent or buy any equipment you need for your favorite water sport activity. Google 101surfsports.com or call 415-524-8492. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who's in the studio? My good friend, uh, and I mean that sincerely because we are good friends. We've known each other for over 30 years. He was the sports director at uh, KGO for many, many years, over three decades. Worked the sidelines during the 49er broadcasts. Also did pre- and post-game 49er talk shows during the Joe Montana, Steve Young era, the glorious era of the 80s and 90s and beyond. Rich Walkoff is in the studio with us. And i got to ask you right off the bat, before we get into the 49ers, this upcoming NFL draft is intriguing. Now, I know you know neither one of us are, are, are covering this really closely, but at the same time, there is some attention being focused naturally on some of the quarterbacks. And I mentioned this guy's name only because – nationally he's not a big name but locally he is. he had a great year at, at the University of California Davis Webb who 
as you know, Cal has produced Jared Goff. As you know, they've produced Aaron Rodgers. There's some pretty good quarterbacks in Stanford, of course, with Andrew Luck uh, most recently. You know, pretty good quarterbacks coming out of the Bay Area. Yeah, now, the, the, the issue with Davis Webb, well, first of all, this has got to be one of the worst drafts for quarterbacks in recent memory, A, and B, sadly for the 49ers who have been quarterback central for decades, now have the number two overall pick, and it's the worst year to have the second pick needing a quarterback because there isn't anybody really ready to put right into uh, into the mix. But the problem with Davis Webb is he came from the Bear Raid, Cal Bears spread offense, which is not as NFL aligned as as most offenses are. So it's sort of the way uh, Chip Kelly bombed in San Francisco with his uh, sort of you know option, read option offense that was one and done with the 49ers. I'm afraid Davis Webb is not NFL ready from that standpoint. In addition to questions about his, well, he's a decent athlete, decent arm strength, but I don't think anything special. It, it kind of harkens back to the days of Steve Stenstrom mm. in the mid-90s at, mm. at Stanford. A guy who had a cup of coffee in the NFL wouldn't be a bad second or third stringer, but nobody to hit your wagon to, mm. to to make a big run anywhere. So, quick question for you, okay? Jared Goff comes out of Cal, and I wonder how many times you know the NFL looks at okay, where did this player come from, and you know, or oh, is someone else coming? I mean, yeah, is it someone else coming up the ranks at that same school? You well, know what I mean? Not so much that no, no, as, as okay. the system. Okay. And, and again, Jared was in a shotgun in a spread offense at Cal, and he's got to get under center much or I mean, much of the time with the, with the Rams, and the learning curve was very steep. He's got a bigger upside, I think, because of his, uh, his size, his savvy, his gamesmanship. And, you know, the number one overall pick had a very rough rookie year, half of which was spent watching on the sidelines, and the other half was spent running for his life (laughs) behind a horrible (laughs) Rams offensive line with no weapons at his disposal. And it's so unfair to look how, you know, at the quarterback statistics if you have a line that just doesn't do anything for you. Uh, it's it's very tough, and, and one of the things that uh, Tom Brady has always had, even yeah. with all the changes, they've had a system where they've been able to plug in guys year after year after year who fit that system. And, and, yeah. and Rich, and, and I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I am just absolutely still in awe of what this guy did yeah. in the Super Bowl at the age of 39. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be 40 this summer, and he's talking about playing till he's 45. He's got five rings. He could. He's within a couple of field goals or a – you know, one minute yeah, of having right. seven rings, yeah. although conversely he won a couple in the final seconds. But for a sixth-round pick out of Michigan to come this far, this fast, and only got his opportunity because of Drew Bledsoe's injury after signing mm-hmm. a, a $100-plus million contract, it is a classic rags-to-riches story. But, yeah, I marvel at it, too. I mean, he did it virtually without a running game. He did it after missing yeah. four games with a dubious suspension. Which, which actually, people were talking about how that might have actually helped because it's I was, like he had I was fresh thinking that all along. All I was yeah. thinking that all along because it it allowed, as you mentioned, Edward, it allowed him to have fresh legs. It's kind of like Kevin Durant, who's gone down with the Warriors now yeah. with a knee injury. That might be the best thing in a weird sort of a way for him, in that uh, he's not going to be worn out, and hopefully his knee will be back in good shape for the postseason. So that yeah. you have to look at that as as a positive for a guy who's thirty nine years old. He yeah. didn't have to have four extra 
weeks of rigor well, and that's hitting. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Although I think if you ask Bill Belichick if 2017 rolls around, do you want to start your season without Tom Brady for the month of no, September? Nothing. I don't think he'd say, yeah, let's roll the dice and see if we can go, you know, six, what were they, 15 and yeah. three or whatever it was. Hey, here's the thing about Brady. The system is locked in. He and Belichick are the 21st century version of Walsh and Montana okay. in the in the uh, in the in the partnership of the best coach and the best quarterback. And as you said, Bruce, the system. How many checkdowns to James White did he catch? Fourteen passes, the Super Bowl record. So Brady wasn't lighting it up downfield. He did what the West Coast offense and Joe Montana did for many years, aside from the great Jerry Rice, but Roger Craig catching over 100 passes was the first running back ever to do that in, I think, 1984 when he won a Super Bowl and the first running back to have three touchdowns in a Super Bowl. Yeah. So reminiscent in a, in a new way for what was a generation ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think people are still going to look at that uh, this last Super Bowl as to, you know, did did the uh, Patriots win it or did Atlanta lose it? Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, Kyle Shanahan, uh, I think, was was overwhelmed by the moment as a young offensive coordinator. He's all of 37. Yeah. And by the way, his dad, Steve Young, once told me Mike Shanahan taught him more about football than anybody. And Kyle Shanahan was a ball boy with the 49ers okay. in the days that I was there. But I didn't quite remember young Kyle as an eight-year-old shagging loose footballs on punts and kicks. But he's been around the game forever. But he'd never been in a Super Bowl, nor had anybody in the Atlanta Falcons uh, save perhaps one player. So I think, you know, when you had that great catch by Julio Jones at the 21-yard line with less than four minutes to go, and all you need is a field goal, and they opt to try to pass and in the sack, get out of field goal range, and instead of being up 11, or excuse me, 10 points with only minutes to go and pretty much lock down a Super Bowl triumph for Atlanta, you leave too much time on the clock for Tom Brady to tie it and eventually win it in overtime. i got to say, though, it's, I think it's great for football, though. You know, because a lot of times no, no people, qu- there no were question. people who were just frustrated. Are you for- heard in Atlanta, by the way? Because I don't think people down there <laughs> no, I, are, are, no, are over happy. this and won't be over it for a lifetime. Do you know, no, the thing true. about Atlanta, Atlanta, I, and no disrespect. A snake bit town. It's a snake bit town, yeah, but it's also yeah. the, the best team they've had down there is the Atlanta Braves. And yeah. I know that they, during their glory years, they used to sell a place out. But I remember going down there with the San Francisco Giants in 2002 in the first round of the playoffs. And there were a lot of empty seats. You well, know? it's a college football town. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not as big a baseball town, and it never was an NFL town. I traveled with the 49ers in 84, 5, and 6 on the team plane. What a, what a treat that was. Oh, yeah. It was like the rock star. You, you were like on the road with the Rolling Stones yeah. or the Beatles. Yeah. Every time you pulled into town, you got the, uh, the adulation. And for our younger uh, audience out there, those guys were famous musicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't have to remind people of that. Oh, but man. anyway, you go to Fulton County Stadium, and the Falcons were – you know, before the Dirty Birds, when they went to the Super Bowl oh, yeah. in the 90s, they, they were a pretty pathetic team. Yeah. And, you know, Steve Bartkowski, the, the, the uh, Huban Pinata behind yeah. the uh, Falcons' terrible Not, Another Cal guy, by the way. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's right. Number one pick, first Berkeley. guy ever signed yeah. by Lee Steinberg yeah. when he launched oh, his, yeah, that's his, right. uh, his agency. Right. And, and, in fact, my, uh, a friend of mine who I went to school with, uh, Stacy Bailey. Uh, good wide receiver, right? Good, yeah. yeah. Nevada, Ohio. But, uh, San, uh, Terra Linda. Terra Linda. I'm sorry. Yeah, my, wife, the, my wife would kill me because she went to Terra Linda. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the Falcons were nothing special, and the NFL was nothing special in Atlanta then. But, boy, did they catch lightning in a bottle yeah. these, this last year with the most 
explosive, exciting yeah. uh, offense in the game. And for them to have such an overwhelming lead and be that close, that will sting for a oh, lifetime yeah. and Listen, beyond. Listen, I'm, I'm still upset. Of course, this isn't that long ago, but I'm still upset about the uh, play calling between the uh, Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers oh, yeah. in the Super Bowl. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. All yeah, right, guys. Four, what were they, five yards, eight yards? Well, they were, yeah. they had, and, and you have the best first running quarterback. Five. Yeah. First well, not only that. The five? Was it at the five? Yes. Yeah. And Haloti Nata. The great run defender, the beastie Pro Bowl defensive tackle for the Ravens had gone out earlier in that game with a knee injury. So you had... Wait, stay, stay with us. Yeah. We're going to cut to a break, and I want you to finish off that story. Okay, here's our uh, first trivia question. And if you know the answer, don't, don't say answer it. it yet. <laughs> okay. There have been eight 60 home run seasons. We're talking baseball. Which baseball player has three of them? Question. All right. Okay. Not 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 too hard. I mean, yeah. you know, can't be Lou Gehrig, right? I mean, okay, that's one down. And can't be Babe Ruth. Twelve thousand. Uh, Excuse go. me. Okay. Can't they be can, Babe Ruth. He didn't have. He didn't have. Oh, he didn't have three. I mean, that's right. I think he didn't. All have right. Any. Stay with us. Sports Econ One Hundred and One. I'll be right back. <laughs> Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves. And the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Rich Walkoff. Trivia question number one was, there have been eight 60 home run seasons, which base. Uh, which baseball player has three of them? I'm going to let Rich take a stab well, at that one. Because I, I, I know I, I it's not going, Barry Bonds. You know, and, and it's not Maris or Ruth. In no. the days when you had to do it legitimately, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say it's either Sammy Sosa or Mark McGuire, but I'm going with uh, Sosa. You are correct. Very good. Very good. Very good. What do I win? I win a cork bat? <laughs> 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 Sammy Sosa had cork bats, didn't he? Yeah, once? he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of At least humorous. once. Yeah. It was a little yeah, slow yeah, on the yeah. uptake. Yeah. Uh, well, it's all that, all that hiking today I did with my daughter. We went up to uh, Cascade Falls, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Just beautiful today. Northern well, California. Yeah. Prettiest place in the state. All the rain we've had. Yeah, and with all the, the rain, the, sure. the waterfalls are booming right now. They're just spectacular. But you were <laughs> talking, Rich, about we've got Rich Walkoff from KGO, former KGO, longtime sportscaster in San Francisco, worked with the 49ers for many years. We were talking about that. That uh, unfortunate situation five years ago when the Niners were on the verge of, of Great winning. comeback. Amazing yeah, comeback. Right? Amazing comeback against Baltimore in the Super Bowl. On the verge of winning the thing. And they had first and goal at the five. Jim Harbaugh, for some reason, had Colin Kaepernick throw five or four passes in a row or three well, or whatever initially, it was. Initially, he had a run play, and it was to Frank Gore. And I think they got a couple of yards. And then there was a, a timeout call when they gave the ball back to Gore. And then it was three straight passes to Michael Crabtree, yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. The last one where he was shoved and the ball was yeah. uncatchable, unreachable, out of bounds. But again, with Haloti not uh, the Pro Bowl nose tackle for the Ravens out with a knee injury, give the ball to, to the money back, Frank Gore. He was just the grittiest, toughest pound-for-pound pound back. And only 5'9", but 220. And I think... Three shots, whether you go roll them out and you know pitch it to them or go off tackle, whatever you do, Frank's going to get you six. I think a rollout option. I mean, you got you know Kaepernick can run in, he can throw. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. but again, we're all second guessing all well, this. Speaking stuff. of Kaepernick, what you know, uh, I heard Kyle Shanahan say the new coach of the Forty ers say that we're not wedded to him. Obviously, they're no, not he's out. He, he's is opting he? out of his contract. Oh, he is opting out. Uh, okay, I think it happened last night or okay. earlier today. Okay, so he's moving on to free agency. And so uh, who's going to be their quarterback next? Uh, well, it's not that Kirk is, Cousins. Uh, <laughs> and it, well, don't rule that out because Kirk Cousins. Getting the franchise tag gets twenty four million. He Ooh. wants a long term deal, and Kyle Shanahan was his coach a few years ago right. in Washington. If the Forty ers can sweeten an offer, a number two overall pick, and a lot more, uh, they could make a run at Cousins. I know he's a big upgrade over Gabbard and Kaepernick. Is he the franchise deal, mm. uh, a franchise kind of guy? He got the franchise tag, but I don't think he's yeah. a great quarterback. No, but he's, there's nobody else out. So then it's yeah. a question of relativity. Exactly. I'd make yeah. a run at Tony Romo. And John Elway and the Broncos are mm. going all out to get Tony Romo. Mm. And I think that's a smart move. I think he's uh, a superior player, even though he's almost 37. And I think Cousins yeah. is about 27 or something. What's uh, uh, RG3? What's uh, oh, He's in what's, Cleveland. And yeah. uh, Hugh Jackson gave him a shot late. 
last year, and he and he played much better than he got hurt I again. I say, bring back Johnny Football. Uh, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> I think he was in court the other day on his domestic violence case, and he said his life's on the on the right track, but uh, light years from being ready to uh, you know make a run in the NFL. That's, a, that's like another Ryan Leaf story. Yeah. That's you know? a sad story. Now there's I mean, a guy who's actually gotten his life together, but he was Ryan in jail Leaf for has? a while. Yeah, Ryan? he has. Really, Ryan? Yes, he has. Uh, but he was in jail for a while. I yeah. remember the Four Niners had a summer training camp at the University of Pacific in Stockton, and the Chargers and Four Niners shared a, 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 the practice field that day. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Leaf was the rookie. Uh, this oh, yeah. mu- mm-hmm. must go back uh, early nineties, mid nineties. Yeah, twenty years. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he threw a magnificent ball, but. It's like Todd Marinovich, Raiders oh, number yeah, one pick, the yeah. lefty out of USC, a yep. robo quarterback. You know, there's a lot more to it than just being physically ready, yeah. mentally, emotionally, and more. And Jamarcus so, Russell. Oh, gosh, I covered the Raiders in those yeah. horrible years, and the purple drank that took him down. Yeah. Dick, and, you know, you had a Raider. Purple drank, what is that? That's yeah. the codeine-laced um, liquid that a lot of people get in trouble with uh, because it's so addictive mm. and he huh. apparently was massively hooked on this stuff wow. coding is, is like an opiate it, yeah. derivative it, yeah. or uh, in that vein and it, it's very addictive and, wow. and it, it i mean is, ruins it, is, it. is it for injuries type of thing well generally? It, it, it can you know coding is a painkiller like yeah. other of those valiums and barbiturates and opioids uh, but he used it uh, uh, recreationally, mm. and what what uh, might have been fun at one point in time yeah. became debilitating to the point where he was fat, disoriented, and yeah. lost his way. And by the way, the sixty some odd million dollars that he earned, or that he was paid, he hardly earned it, is all gone. Every cent, from what I understand, from, he's, uh, he all his buddies, all of his family, he is, all he's his... like fifty cent or other yeah. others who made. Massive fortunes and and blew it and lost wow. them all. Wow. I mean, I only, on a lot I only take Valium, but if I mix it with with Vicodin, well, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you had me there. You know, I'm so naive. I believe you for a second. Actually, I, I got a, a quick little story. I was yeah. doing a, a community theater play, right? And there was this guy weighed probably but close to 300 pounds, and uh, he, came, he this was literally minutes before we we're ready to go on stage, and he's he's got his back. He's all oh, my back is hurting. And uh, and so the, uh, one of the one of the young ladies who, who was with us, uh, you know, we were all ready to go on stage, but he's got a bunch of stuff he's got to do. And, and she goes, well, you know, what what uh, what's going on? You know, you go, oh, I got back pain because I've t- I, I took some Vicodin, but it's not quite helping. And so she says, well, here, I've got some Valium. Oh. Maybe this will help. So she gives it to him. I mean, this is, you know, this is back in the early 90s. Right. So she gives it to him. We go on stage and he's and, catatonic. Uh, well, <laughs> almost. Yeah. He literally. He he falls he faints oh my on stage wow. three hundred pounds shakes the whole pool like this well, right you know you can get into cardiac arrest because wow. barbiturates lower your heart rate yeah. yeah and that's what happens with heroin addicts they their heart rate drops so much and you know wow. s- segue into the dope blood doping and mm. and such the blood gets so thick heart rate gets down and these guys have to set their timers mm. every hour at night so they don't go into cardiac arrest. Overnight, and a lot of wow. cyclists, elite cyclists, have died from the blood huh. doping, the thickening of the blood, and it's mm. it, it's comparable, I but, think, but to when you what say, well, okay, barbiturates. So, so when you say they they set their alarm, what do they do after when they wake well, up? By being awake, oh, I guess okay. it, it activates the blood more. And, and <sighs> what a way to live! Oh no, it's no way to live. But you know, in pursuit of glory, look at Lance Armstrong yeah. and so many other greats in yeah. professional sports uh, who have paid dearly, or yeah. or you know, risk. 
a lot it, yeah. in pursuit of whatever well, it takes. We we, uh, we we talked about this once before uh, that they there was some kind of study done with uh, athletes who were going for Olympics, and and they asked them. They said, if we could give you a pill mm-hmm. that would guarantee that you'd win a gold medal, but you'd be dead in yeah, three years. No, 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 like dead in like three years, and something ridiculous, like ninety percent said, yeah, I'd still take it. Yeah, I heard a similar story about yeah. NFL players. If you could win a Super Bowl, the best in the world at what you do taking this drug but you'd be dead at 50 i think the majority of 25 year old guys said yes i would do it well i don't want to get off on a tangent about this but this whole thing about the concussion uh protocol now which is good that the nfl has put it into place it's it it just underscores the fact that this is a very dangerous sport and we're seeing a lot more of the i hate to say this the suburban kids the kids who have a little more upside and a lot more to lose Getting out of the sport and the kids who are more desperate, you know, inner city kids, poor yeah. kids, they're going to be making up the majority of the NFL. Yeah. I, I had a, a, a very fascinating conversation with Dr. Harry Edwards, uh, who was one of the leading advocates for civil rights in the NFL and, and uh, player rights. And he's an, uh, an associate with the 49ers now and, of course, known for his work with uh, the big protest at 1968 in Mexico City, the Black Black Power Mm -hmm. protest. And he told me with exactly what you said, he said the NFL will be 95% African-American in five to ten years because suburban white middle-class moms and dads will not allow their kids to play football. So let's put an asterisk next to that opening comment that I love football. I love the game, and I hate the fact that it is so blatantly dangerous and yeah. we're now knowing so much more about the, the the concussions that come not just helmet to helmet hits, which most people think, but it's the brain moving within the skull yeah. on any impact, shoulder to shoulder. The brain is still sloshing around, and the um, so, chronic traumatic encephalopathy that ninety nine percent of the brains examined at Boston University yeah. School of Medicine of those late football players had evidence of CTE mm-hmm. and the NFL is in there. Well, obfuscate, deny, and don't ask, don't tell. Uh, well, pretty much. <laughs> well, it was worse than that before. Yeah. And, and that great book by the Fanaro Wada brothers, yeah. Steve and Mark about uh, the league of denial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, I wonder what's going to, if, if you're right about, let's say, uh, you know, black athletes going into football, does that, well, mean what do you mean? They dominate it now. It's about 70% now. But okay, projection but, from Harry Edwards, it would be up to 90 95%. Okay, so then you, you mentioned we, basketball. The reason it's so yeah. popular with basketball is basketball has become and has always been to a certain degree an inner city game because yeah. it's easy to find a court. Yeah, yeah it's, it, you only need a few guys. It's cheap. All you it's, need is one basketball. All you basketball. need is a basketball yeah. and a court. Exactly. And, but and it's part of the culture, I think, of the inner city. Yeah, absolutely. But would that mean that there would be technically more uh, Caucasian people in sports like baseball then? I mean, I know right now it is right now. Right now it's it's probably like 65% Caucasian and 25 to 30% Latino and about 5% African American. And the lowest level of African Americans in Major League Baseball in the last 50 years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Very interesting how it kind of, you know, it was like nothing and then it gets built up and then it goes back down. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, Here's our second trivia question. The average career for an NFL player is... 3.3 3.3 years, mm-hmm. okay? However, name the three shortest average positions. Mm. See if you can get close to with the year, you know, the number of years. Okay. I mean, that that's not as important. But I want to know the three positions that have the shortest average. Tenure. 
Tenure. Yeah. Okay. yeah okay. That's, that's a good one. That's you like that? That's a good one. I do. Yeah. Okay. I got to think about that during the break. <laughs> All right. All right. Stay with us. You're listening. And no looking on the internet. <laughs> and read, it, read it on the internet. It's got to be no, true. No pulling your smartphone out. That's right. Okay. That's right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back. Why fight the traffic to Tahoe only to stand in long lift lines when you can cruise on up I-5 to Mount Shasta and ski and stay for the price of a Tahoe lift ticket? Weekday packages start at $75 per person per night at Mount Shasta Resort. No traffic, no long lift lines, no watching your back for out-of-control skiers. Magnificent Mount Shasta is the perfect family ski resort. Visit MountShastaResort.com or call 530-926-3030 for more details. 530-926-3030 now. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent. So email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cash back match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this, so call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at PacificMoneyFund.com. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our trivia question. The average career for an NFL player is 3.3 years. However, name the shortest, the three shortest average positions. And uh, since we said positions, you can't count the coach, which is probably about <laughs> six months nowadays. I'm going to say In def- San Francisco, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to say defensive lineman, running back, and 
Uh, God, the third one. Who would be the third one? Okay, so actually running back is uh, the shortest. Okay. 2.57 years. Yeah. Wow. I, I would say cornerback just because. Oh, okay, cornerback mm-hmm. is 2.94, so there's so one right. in between them. Uh, but we've got that. two of the three. Defensive lineman? Uh, no, it's uh, an offense. Tackle? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Wide receiver? Yeah, 2.81 years. Wow. Yeah, okay. so you have running backs have the shortest and the wide receiver so now and the, the cornerbacks. It makes it that much more amazing to think that Jerry Rice yeah. and Tim Brown, mm. Jerry had 20 years in the NFL. 20 years. Think about that. Yeah. And he was good right up until the end. Even up, even the last year, he was and still reasonably I think respectable. Tim Brown had 18 yeah. or more. All with well, the same it helps, team. It, 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 it helps to be fast. Guess what? Jerry Rice coming out of Mississippi Valley State was not known as a speedster. And he would later commonly say, I'm as fast as I need to be to catch the ball. You know, we're talking about game speed and combine speed or, you know, how do you run in shorts and a T-shirt? That's not football. But Jerry Rice was a 4, 5 plus 40-yard guy until the ball was in the air. And then he was faster. Well, I would think I I would be too if I saw these guys like someone like Ronnie Lott ready to hit me. I th- I'd be very fast. <laughs> we weren't allowed to hit Jerry in practice. Even Ronnie knew that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, what I loved about Jerry Rice was, and Rich, I want want you to tell a story because Rich Walkoff is our guest. He he was on the sidelines doing the uh, announcing for the Niners play by play on the radio. Uh, did post and pregame shows. Twenty two years. Twenty two years during the glory years. And Jerry had this ritual before the game where everything in his uniform had to be just yeah. perfect, you know, <laughs> including even I think he used to wear breathe rights, didn't he, for a yes, while? Yes, yes, yeah. well, I thought you were gonna talk about the time that he uh called me out on the sideline in the middle of a Monday. What night was football that all game. about? Oh, that, that's a long story. I, I don't know if you guys want to uh, hear it. Yeah, we've got sure, we've got time. The, uh, Jerry called you out for four side. more hours. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that all well, about? Well, you may recall that, sadly, his streak of playing in umpteen consecutive games was broken in 1997, Steve Mariucci, his first season, when on an end around, on a double reverse, Warren Sapp grabbed him by the face max and wrenched him down, tore his ACL. Ooh. So Jerry was out for a long time. While he was out, he was rehabbing on his own and frequented a massage parlor uh, of rather infamous repute. And it was raided by the authorities one day. And Jerry was found locked in a restroom on the premises, claiming he had never been there before and knew nothing about what was allegedly going on with this shady uh, front for Ladies of the night. Well, I called Jerry at home after the Mercury News broke the story and was about to get his comments for the radio show I was doing in the morning on KGO. And he cut himself off and said, you know, I don't really want to talk. I'll get back to you. And all he said was, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Hmm. Well, I went on the radio and said, Jerry told me he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I cut him slack and didn't make accusations or insinuations that okay i'm going to be jerry's defense attorney for just a minute that in itself really kind of says the story it does okay but (laughs) he said that to me nonetheless uh he was blaming the messenger as somebody we are here commonly uh in headlines is somehow doing you know blaming uh the messenger instead of uh what you did and uh jerry was angry beyond belief and then next thing I know, in training camp in May, as the months go on, he literally was jumping up and down, feigning, uh, coming after me 
to, 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 to take me on. And I was told, Jerry's really upset. I said, well, look, if he wants to clear the air at any point in time, we could. He never did. Season rolls around. Jerry makes a comeback. And he, he made that comeback from ACL surgery. Oh, I jumped the gun a little bit. He was back in 16 weeks. He rehabbed and made the recovery. And played in the, in the playoffs. Played in the, the playoffs yeah. wow. on Joe Montana night. And he caught Monday a t- night game, right? Monday night game. He yeah. caught a touchdown pass, broke his kneecap. And then missed the playoffs, if you recall. Oh, he did miss Sliding the playoffs. Sliding okay, right. on, yeah. uh, on the turf in the end zone. He rushed. He came back too soon. Yeah. But the next year on Jerry Rice night, he was double teamed in the game that the Bears, the, the Niners owned the Bears. They beat him like 35 to nothing. And Terrell Owens caught 20 or more passes. And it was an NFL record that day. And a lot of the – Jerry was very frustrated that he was double teamed on his night – and Terrell uh, Owens was shining so brightly. Mm. So he's on the field, and his frustration spilled over. During a timeout, he walks away from the huddle and stares at me and kind of points. I'm on the sideline next to the Niner bench. And John Madden on Monday Night Football goes, and Jerry Rice seems to be pointing to the talk show guy who runs the postgame show. And Jackie Rice had called the week before and defended her husband. Anything, Everything spills over. He comes to the sideline. And he says to me, you smile at me to my face, but you rip me behind my back. And I said, Jerry, you, anytime you want to come on the radio. And I, I started to engage. And I said, wait a second. This is in the middle of a game. And yeah. I pulled back. <laughs> so on the postgame show, I mentioned, I can't believe on Jerry Rice Day that Jerry took his focus away from the game, which was a blowout win. But he was so proud and so upset that he didn't have his glory moment on his night at Candlestick Park. And I said, I can't believe he, he, he diverted his attention and talked to me. And I didn't say what it was all about. And a, one caller said, are you going to milk this for the whole two-hour postgame? Or are you going to tell us what's really going on with you and Jerry? And I foolishly took the bait of the caller and recounted the whole thing oh, about the, of the massage parlor thing, yeah. and the whole deal. Needless to say... That was uh, didn't go over well in Ninerland. Jerry Rice is listening to it in the parking lot in the post game, threatening lawsuits. Whoa! I don't think I was on the sideline after that game because the Ford Niners were not very happy about it. Not happy. Well, yeah. I, I there's a picture of uh, Jerry and me at um, UCLA. I'm glad I didn't say that. Uh, hey, by the way, someday we're gonna have Rich on the phone, <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Years later, he said we're we're cool. When he was at the Super Bowl in San Diego with the Raiders, and and you know I have a table and a bunch of guys, and I'm right around the table like you and I are with yeah. Bruce right here, six or seven of us. And I said, so Jerry, we're cool. Yeah, we're cool. All right. Yeah. I, I time time heals all there. wounds. I hope so. Well, yeah. not all wounds, but most wounds. Most you, wounds. You know, you mentioned about the massage parlor. One time, um, I got a coupon for something. You know, some massage, and it, it looked it looked legitimate. The area was mesmer, yeah. it, right? And and the people in there were, you know. But okay, well, I'm I'm clean, so I'm gonna just you know I'm not gonna solicit anything. I just want a decent massage. So I'm on the table, I'm face down, and suddenly like. The curtain, they had like curtains, right? Curtain o- opens up and some guy goes, oh, excuse me. And I didn't think anything of it. Then I realized later on, this guy was probably like from the vice squad or thing, uh, just like trying to catch someone in the act or something. Wow. It's like, uh, needless yeah. to say, I didn't go back. Yeah. Needless to say, my wife wouldn't let me go back. <laughs> <laughs> Those are before the days of Yelp. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> Rich Walkoff is joining us here on Sports Econ 101 from KGO. Many, many years uh, with the 49ers. i got to ask you about Joe Montana covering this guy. Uh, you covered the bulk of his career. Yeah. Um, you got to know him pretty well. He's not a, he was not a real outgoing guy, but no. you, you got to know him. But, but more importantly, you got to watch him all, from the field. Uh, with these amazing performances, game after game, you know, yeah. year after year. What was that like? He, he was the Mozart, Baryshnikov, Michelangelo <laughs> of professional football. He was the maestro. I, yeah. I, I would marvel up close being on the sideline only a few yards from where he would be taking the snap and dropping back. And I recall vividly he would look right primary or just to de- – you know, uh, a, a diversion, diversion look, yeah, yeah. for the defensive back. He would look right. He would look to a second, and he would begin the throwing motion back to the right at times, mm-hmm. and then look. But the ball would seemingly be out of his hand, and he put it on a dime. Uh, he had that uncanny sixth sense of being able to mm. visualize where the receiver would be. And you hear about quarterbacks throwing a guy open, or you know making the throw before he cuts in the sure. off the break and whatnot, which is the common vernacular. But Joe did it better than anybody. And on oh, we, we opened the show talking about Tom Brady, yeah. who idolized Joe like every young football kid did in the Bay Area yeah. 30 years ago. And it's hard to compare Tom today, Joe then, in his heyday. And Well, Tom's more athletic. I mean, he's well, bigger actually, and stronger. I mean, from that, you he's know. He's not more... Uh, he, he's a bigger, stronger man. Yeah. But Joe was more athletic. Joe, I think, could dunk a basketball, played basketball in high school, wow, and okay. was very nimble and elusive. But he was rather a lot of small fina- of stature. Finesse. Yeah. What yeah. Was he about six foot tall? Six two. Wait, he, six, he never, almost you know, I'm, six I'm six six, oh, and I towered over the guy. Well, he wasn't he, six no, two. He, he was about he, six wait, one. How tall is most. Tom Brady? Tom Brady is 6'5". Six, six, five. Six, five? Uh, uh, okay. No, no. Joe is a good 6'2", six, 6'3", six, really? maybe. God, I stand, no, I stand up next to him no, at some of these old-timer events. He had neck surgery. Okay. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not exactly, shrunk, huh? He's not exactly <laughs> no-neck Williams. <laughs> but, but, but Richie, I'm <laughs> but saying he is, lost an inch or two wow. of vertebrae in his okay. neck. Okay. okay. And he's no Doug Flutie. Right. How, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. He's Doug what, 5'8". 5'8", yeah. Hey. When he was a good player, too. You talk about height and quarterbacks? Yeah. One of the great story about Pat Hayden, a former Rams quarterback. Yeah, sure. At a USC the draft comes around. He's 5'10". He knows no one's going to draft a 5'10 quarterback. At the combine, he cuts off his knee pad, put it in his sock, stands on the... On the uh, <laughs> That's great. Uh, and gets measured, yeah. measures six feet. Later, he told that story. Now at the NFL Combine, everyone gets measured barefoot. Barefoot. Well, because of Pat Hayden. Pat Hayden. I remember him. He was a decent quarterback. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, when you're talking about Joe Montana, you have to mention Bill Walsh, who was a larger-than-life character. And Bill Walsh, unfortunately, uh, even though he had a good partnership with Eddie DeBartolo, it was, it was a stormy relationship. Oh, it was goodness. like a, a, a husband and wife that loved each other passionately but fought even more passionately. Well, he, I'll go beyond that. I, I mean, as much as Eddie did amazing things for the 49ers after a very rough start when he bought the team, and there's no question, <laughs> there never would have been five Super Bowls without him. And he was very generous, Jeff Fuller. Uh, a, a career-ending injury and partially paralyzed in his arm. It has a $100,000 annual annuity just from the generosity and grace and, and uh, good will of, of Eddie D. But if you didn't meet expectations or if you fell short in any way, Ronnie Lott included after the 1990 NFC Championship game was cast aside. But Bill Walsh was vilified by Eddie D. 
brutally treated, and it drove him to an early retirement. I remember being at the po- he'd be at the podium with his hands shaking, the tension, the pressure to win, and the contract negotiations. Eddie rode Bill very, very hard. And, and as I say, after 10 years, Bill retired in what many thought was the height of his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had just won in 88. I was at that game in Miami in the following year. George Seifert took uh, a gimme Super Bowl win over the Broncos in New Orleans as a rookie coach, but it was really Bill's team, and Bill had built everything. But it's a shame that Eddie was not more respectful and deferential to the great genius that was Bill Walsh. Yeah, and of course we saw that uh, exemplified in in you know Eddie slamming his fist in the walls and getting into fights after the games. But of course it really wasn't seen by if it was happening today. It'd be on, yeah, get, it'd be on the in, internet. Getting in fights with whom? Well, he would get into arguments with people. Uh, uh, but not, you know. fi- not not physical, though. Oh, yes. Well, yes, he, he, he did. Was, I guess very emotional guy. Very uh, emotional guy. I, he was I can ten- imagine you know. one of those things where it's like, you know, because Eddie's not that big, but it's like if he's your boss, you can't really The little back. guys are sometimes the toughest and meanest no, and nastiest, you know? They're the guys that, uh, you know, they have to, they're like the little dogs. Well, it's they have old to be. school Italian. Yeah. You're with me, yeah. I'll do anything for you. You cross me, you're dead to me. That's it's right. And that's just the way he was. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, last trivia question here. Now we're going back to the positions. Which NFL position has the longest average career? And can you give me, you know, give me the rough, rough uh, years? Okay. okay. All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 is going to be right back. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Rich Walkoff. Last trivia question was, which NFL position has the longest average career? I think Rich had it right. I know I felt uh, that it was a place kicker. No, no, I wasn't no? going to go there. But you did. Okay, you place did. kicker or punter? Uh, I'm thinking center. Center? Uh, well, wow. look at Jim I mean, Otto, Mike Webster. Yeah, uh, no, because they are the smartest call the signal guy on mm. the offensive line and yeah, those very knees. durable. Well, true, I guess. Well, yeah. I'm just taking a shot. I, I don't. Okay, it's have not. Any clue. It's not center. Punter? Yes. Okay. Wow. Very good. You see, well, Ray guy, you know, yeah, uh, four four point eight seven years. That doesn't seem that so long. So you have you probably don't have a great divergence between <laughs> other positions. If four point eight seven yeah. is your longest tenured position, and if you look at the average, it's three and a half. So what would the average linebacker be good out point. there? Four years. Yeah. So good point. Yeah. There's not really a great delineation. Well, also, you know, they have mean, median, and uh, mode, right? Because it is it you know how uh, you get some guy who's been in there twenty years versus someone who's skew the median. Yeah, so probably I, I good though that these guys have a career that lasts only three years because they take a lot less punishment. I know they don't feel yeah. that way at the time when they're pushed out of the game. Well, that's why they, they got to make a lot of money and they get a good agent to yeah. Do well, the think about it, they're out of the game at twenty five, twenty six though. You're I wonder. I should ask. Uh, like, uh, okay, so you know how if you want to sell your house, a lot of people think, well, if I sell my house myself, I'll save the commission. Problem is, the buyer comes in and says, well, you're not paying a commission, so I'm going to lower the price, and they usually lower yeah. it even more than that commission. Yeah. I wonder if the same thing for, for sports agents, right? Yeah. An agent with you know Steve, Steve there, Baker. There are certain there? players, not very many, but do act as their own agents. There are a few, and I, but I wonder how much they would do better. By having a good agent yeah. who can negotiate certain things that are not the no, typically no known. No question, they get they do better. Well, I you think know. you'd be wise to have some assistance. Yeah, all right, going in the uh, hornet's nest, dealing okay. with Eddie DeBartolo. Guys, we have to we have to cut out Rich Walkoff. Thank you again for coming hey, into pleasure. the studio to join us. All right, here's our closing uh, thoughts for the day. Frank Gifford said, "Gray skies are just clouds passing over." I like that. Mm-hmm. And Bob Lemon, remember him. Oh, yeah. He said, the two most important things in life are good friends and a strong bullpen. I like that. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective, asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long. Take care.